Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. And I've got an old OG. Not old in years, but someone hasn't been on the podcast for a little bit because he's been doing the damn thing. He's been working. He's been putting in work in his career. And actually, it's also part of my fault too because I changed the scheduling, so he hasn't been able to make it with his new career. But here he is again. Without further ado, Mr. Robert Johnson, a.k.a. Rojo. Rojo, you're back, man. We got you <laughs> back. You know left. what it is? Yeah, for, a while, yeah. for a while, I thought, is Rojo holding out for more money? This ain't the <laughs> NFL. I can't pay you like that. <laughs> nah, it was just, it was one of those things that um, we all have our little, our little, um, our real lives outside of this. And we always care to give back to, not give back, answer these questions from some of our yeah. teenagers because it's really important. So it's just been a little bit busy with things, but I'm handling teenagers on another level. Like, so exactly. Oh yeah. Working at the university of Utah, doing my career, my career success stuff there as in career transition coach. It's a, this, it's a different way of handling it, but we're dealing with it the best way we can. (laughs) Hey, it's perfect job for you. And that's why I knew like when you got that job, like, I don't know if I can make these times go, don't worry about handing your business. When, Cause you know, how it is with any new job in within a career, you gotta, you gotta get things dialed in first. Once they get dialed in, then you can kind of, you start to live more of a normal life. So, well, I yes. got a really good one this, this time Rojo. And so I, I kind of gave you a little heads up before we got on uh, the podcast. So this is a question that just kept on coming up in a recent, in a couple weeks, recent weeks. So I went to Taylorsville high school a teenager, a couple of teenagers submitted this form, this type of a question. Um, I mean, it's basically the same question. Then in my high school class, I give out pieces of paper to the kids in the beginning of the quarter. I say, hey, write down one or two questions that you have about like dating, family, um, a friend situation, uh, personal stuff like self-confidence, whatever it may be. Don't write your name on it. It's going to be totally anonymous. But a question that I'm going to take all these questions I'm going to read some of them out loud. We're going to pick them and read them out loud to the class. And then I'm going to have everyone in the class weigh in and them give answers based upon their experiences, things that work for them. And Mm -hmm. back in the day when I used to put on the quit trip and support groups that you came to Rojo, we put a bunch of teenagers in the room and that's what it was. It was like the real life Snapchat. It was like the real life Instagram, like kids were connecting on there and like in the group and they were sharing, okay, this is, you know, this is what you don't want to do because if you do this, this could lead to this. And the other kids were like, oh, shoot, like learning from your peers uh, saying that I love is um, uh, there's no honesty like the honesty amongst peers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. When you're with your boys, the guys you played football with, when you're with, you know, uh, people at your job that like working at the same thing you're doing, you can be honest with them because they're all on the same level. And these teenagers, they always they always pleasantly surprise me that they're thinking about things that you wouldn't even know they're thinking about until these conversations come up. So in my two classes this past week, I brought this question up. Uh, Like I said, someone uh, from a high school that I spoke at recently, they brought this question up, excuse me. But when I brought this up inside a class, it ignited a conversation that just took on a whole world of its own. So here's the question. The question is, it was from a boy and it was very simple. 
how do I get a girl to like me? Now, this question was just broad and general enough that all the people could get into this, right? Like they could just, because that could mean anything, right? Yeah. And, you know, we don't I mean, not saying that the, the girl, not saying he didn't have a girlfriend, maybe he had a girlfriend, but maybe the girl he wanted, he liked, he couldn't get her to be interested. Maybe that was his unicorn, right? Maybe some of you guys heard like that one person you like, no matter how hard you try, they're just not interested in you in the same way. So when I opened up, like I said, both classes had this basically the same question. And I opened up to both these kids. I said, you know, first off, let's just start with the girls. Then we'll just open up to everybody. Girls, would you please weigh in on this question? And whoever asked this question, um, there's lots of answers to this. And it was very interesting, but not surprising in this moment, that boys were sitting there. First, they had their heads down, Rojo, and they're kind of like looking around. Like, as soon as the girls start to talk, they just kind of got real, like, kind of like in their own head. But you can mm-hmm. tell they're paying attention. Like they're kind of like dino eyeing, looking off to the side, like, what did she just say? Like they're taking mental notes. The range of responses was wide. So let me give you a couple examples, Rojo, and then I want to hear what you think about some of these. Yeah. So one of the responses was if what's a, the girl goes, what's attractive about a guy is when he's not trying too hard to impress you. I said, okay. I said, explain. She goes, she goes, it's weird. Like some boys, like they'll stand up and like when they walk out of lunch, they'll stand up and they'll just throw trash on the ground. And like, yeah, like somehow them throwing trash on the ground makes them tougher, macho. A bunch of girls bust up laughing. They're like, I know, right? Like I've seen guys act like all cool. It's like, she's like, she's like, what I find is more attractive. She's like, a guy could be like technically tough or, or strong or masculine or whatever. But if he's that way and he actually goes and picks up a piece of trash that someone threw on the ground. She goes, that's way more attractive. And all the girls agreed. I'm going, okay. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this Rojo, but recently there's been a lot of you, anyone listening to this can go to YouTube. There's a lot of clips from, uh, uh, not Instagram from, um, TikTok. a lot Mm -hmm. of videos from TikTok about, they say, Hey, what are you looking in? What are you looking for in a guy? And the responses that they put on these videos are Oh, a guy like, you know, he's got to make this type of money. And these were like pretty young teenage girls or like, you know, he's got, I like a guy that like, that like, um, gets mad at me and then apologize. They were, they were describing guys that were mentally and emotionally unstable playing games with them. And they're like, yeah, you know, you know, what really turns me on or what I really like in a guy is, is when a guy just like when like he, he, he like he stares at other girls when, when he's around me and I'm sitting here going, wait, what, what are they talking about? They've never (laughs) been in a real relationship. It was this internet thing that was like, they're trying to act like they want to be edgy and cool. And they want a guy who's like the bad boy. Well, this was none of this happened inside the classroom. No, this was not fake. So here's another one. Boys. This is what she said. She goes, boys, Please take care of your hygiene. Bunch of girls like, oh, and then a, bu- and a couple mm-hmm. kids were like, oh, they're like, she, this girl's like, take a shower more than once a week. Wear deodorant. And when you wear body spray, don't put a, a full can of Axe on you. That makes me yeah. want to choke when I walk in the room. Every time a girl spoke Rojo, the other girls bust of laughing, were nodding their heads. The hands kept on coming up and they weren't saying it like in a negative way. They're also saying like, Hey, don't do this. Or they were saying things like, no, like I like it when a guy like opens up a door for me out on a date. 
I like when a guy comes up to me, instead of asking his friends to talk to me and have our friends get involved, now we feel pressure. The guy just comes up to me, like, especially if I know him, he's like, hey, what's up, Stace? Let's say a girl's name is Stace. Hey, what's up, Stace? Yeah, whatever. It's like, and uh, I just got to be real with you. Like, I think you're super cool and be fun to hang out with. I know we've just been friends, whatever, but like, would you like to go out with me sometime? Girls said they liked it when guys were actually just direct, but kind of a little bit like putting themselves out there and vulnerable instead mm -hmm. of trying to be like, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, okay. you look good. Girls also said, Rojo, that they didn't like compliments about their physical attributes. And one girl blew my mind. She said, for her, and a lot of girls agreed, she goes, when a guy's like, oh, you're hot, or you look good in that outfit, like not good in that outfit, or like, oh, your butt looks good, or this or that, she goes, the problem with that is that you're giving us a compliment, but then it makes us think about that. And we're already thinking about our body image and those things. So even though in one sense, like she's like, in one sense, it can make you feel like, oh, good. But then another sense, like I can't leave the house if I look good, if I don't look mm. perfect or if I'm not. Sh now this one girl, she goes, now you, as a girl, at least for her, okay, this girl said some, I'm not saying her name, but she said some pretty personal things, which got her a lot of credit inside the classroom. Everybody respect her for this. I knew this girl had been through some tough times in her life because of some of the homework assignments, how she answered it. Like, you know, only I saw the homework assignments, yeah. but you could tell that she's had a little bit more of a rougher life. Right. And I'm sure Rojo, when, when I, when I give you a chance to talk in a second, like you've known girls like that, right. That's like, they've been through rough stuff. So they don't mm -hmm. want all that cool, like cocky, arrogant stuff. But this girl, when she was talking about it, she was like, man, she's like so many guys, like when, when they're trying to to approach a girl and when they're trying to talk to a girl they feel the need to like be kind of like a jerk and like insult them and she goes mm. for me she's like that she's like i don't know man she's like when you're in elementary school that kind of worked but like now as we're older it's like you don't gotta insult me and tease me and make fun of me all the time now if we're dating or we're in a relationship that's different but like that doesn't like that doesn't make me feel comfortable around you. And again, of course, all, all the girls agreed. So there's a whole lot more than that. But just off the ones that I that I that I said to you, Rojo, what do you think about some of those responses that some of the girls said? Oh, they're the they're they're right on point. I mean, you gotta think about um the ages, you know, at that time. Like these are 15, put, 16 year olds. Yeah, these are 15, 16 year olds. And it's like putting myself in those shoes, like at that time, like I was I was busy hooping. Like I was busy balling, you know, like playing basketball. I was like, I'm busy doing that. So hygiene, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, you gotta hope because it's yeah, like sometimes I like, oh, I don't deodorant on me. I hope a girl yeah, don't I don't give her a hug. Yeah, it's like I'm just now I just got done balling at lunchtime. You know, I just got done scoring uh, 50 points and and okay, uh, we're getting a little carried away know? now. 50 points. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I don't know if your jumpers like that, you but know, you may proceed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm out here balling. You know, so it's like yeah, hygiene definitely not, and then. I mean, insulting, like not, not even, not, it's not really insulting. I will say. Yeah. The girl, the girl said being overly sarcastic, over, too sarcastic. Yeah. And I was just about to say, you got your boys with you. Like your boys are watching you. Like your boys are like at the other table, like, because you're not going to just get up and just go talk to the girl you like. One of your boys know that you like her. So if you get up and go to that girl, he's tapping the other, he's tapping the other three that you probably got this in your group. Like, Hey, look, 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 look. And the he's like, hey, goal, look, look, Rojo's going to go try to talk to yeah, his crush. Yep, yep. And the whole goal is they don't hear what's being said, but they can see what's being said. <laughs> and what I mean by see is that her reaction, the girl how she like, responds. Yeah, yeah, how she responds. 
you know, you know, you definitely fully know. And like the boys will crack jokes. They get on you. So it's almost like you got to go over there as, as, as like the man, you know, you got to go over there and like hearing that some of the young ladies, they don't really like that. They don't like it, but you know, you just got to see it from, a, they can't see it from a man, from a boy's perspective. It's just the boys are checking, uh, the boys are looking. Just like your girl, just like your girls is looking, you know, like it ain't really that one girl that's always by herself. She got friends and they watching and they've been talking. So it's like you can't go over there and be soft. You know, it's like one of those things of like. (laughs) And and so what it sounds like you're saying, though, is because obviously the question is like, how do I get a girl to like me? Right. But what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is that sometimes guys, they're worried about how they're going to look. And so they come in overly confident, like acting too cool. When if their boys weren't around, they probably would have been a little bit more chill. And, you know, interesting enough, Rojo, that's what one of the girls said. She said, another thing, guys should, I don't like it when guys come up to me when there's a lot of people around or when they text me. I'd prefer them to at least FaceTime me, see me in public and like on the down, like, hey, how you doing? Because when guys are around their friends, they act totally different than when they're alone. That's what one of the girls said. And I was gonna say that um back in our time, you know, it wasn't no phones or anything, but yeah, things changes when you're when it's you and the girl that you like after school and there's oh, yeah. nobody there. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's not none of your friends, none of her friends is there. You can be more genuine. The conversation flows. You you just naturally have it. <laughs> but then when you you got your boys that's like looking at you from a distance and they're looking. Like whether you think that they not, oh, they staring. Somebody, yeah. one of your boys is looking. And all they want to do is just get the get the joke and just, you know, laugh at you about it because it's one of those tough things, you know, when it comes to being a teenage boy, is that um your boys are happy for you, but they're gonna crack jokes on you. They're gonna get you. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, and 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 that's that's the reason why we're we're bringing up that question because every boy in that class has probably stuck their foot in their mouth. They made a mistake. They're either too scared or they're overly confident. Usually teen boys err on one or the other. They're either like, they can't talk because they're so nervous or Uh they overshoot it and they try to act like some dude in a movie or they try to act too macho and too cool. And that's what these girls were saying. It's like, we like a guy who's being more genuine to the guy we think he really is versus putting on a show in front of his friends like one of the first ones that uh, trying too hard to impress me, or like you said, to impress the friends. Well, mm-hmm. what? Else? So you talked about that one. You talked about the hygiene. Um, what did you think about like just the kind of? Oh, I almost forgot. I didn't say this one. She said, "Boys, be nice to your the girl you like, her girlfriends, even if you don't think they're hot or attractive. Don't treat them like a second class citizen." They all agreed that guys have a tendency to only be nice and friendly and sweet to the girl that they're attracted to. And then the girl next to her is like, oh, excuse me, sorry, whatever. Oh, hey, how you doing? And like really like just kind of super sweet and like funny and charismatic. And so they said, don't treat your friends different because if that girlfriend doesn't like you, that's not going to make it easier. Like mm-hmm. they said, girls can, girls can, they're protective of their friends. And I've seen that happen so many times where a girl did not like me. Ooh. Did I say so many times? Okay, uh, once or I'm twice. Glad. Once or twice. <laughs> where a girlfriend of a girl, she was like, mm, I don't know about this guy. You know, she had, and, you know, and at least once or twice, it it, it wasn't a good thing because their friend didn't like me. So I had to learn the hard way that you know, I, I got to give their, their friends some attention and talk to them and show interest in them. And that was a big thing. Show interest in not just the girl, but also the friend. What do you think about that? Yeah, one, 
Yeah, that no, that's important. That's really important. Like, and you already didn't said it is that that girl can vouch her friends can vouch for you, or her friends can um, destroy you, and it turns more into just like, like okay, it's almost like at lunchtime. This is an example, like of like at lunchtime, the girl that you like, she has three friends. Two of her three friends is in your PE class, and you're trying to talk to another girl in the PE class. They're going to naturally go tell their friend that you supposedly like girl code. Naturally, that's yeah, girl they, code right there. Yeah, they they're they going to tell they're going to tell her what's going on, and you can't act like it ain't happening. So you got to be aware, be respectful of the friends because the friends plays a big part in those conversations. They play a big part because the same way that you're trying to talk to a girl that you like. She probably most likely she knows that you like her and her friend is going to be the one that's going to clarify. Yes, he's good or he's not good. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I should have mentioned with this is that I think the reason why this conversation went real deep, Rojo, <clears throat> is that we we had to figure out because some kids were like, OK, well, does this question mean like how do I hook up with a girl or how do I get a girl to actually like be attracted to me as a person. And we all determined it was the second one. And so we, all the answers that were coming from this wasn't like, Hey, how to like, how to figure out a way to make out with a girl. That's what it was. It wasn't because in, in life, there's some people that you're going to be attracted to like just physically. Oh, they're cute. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, my heart's beating. I got a crush on them. And then let's say you're attracted to someone uh, as a friend. Let's say they have all these great characteristics and also you're like, wow, they went from being good looking to now you're attracted to them because their personality drew you in on top of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in this one, they'd all determined that we're going to focus on how do you get someone to genuinely be interested in you and to like you. And, you know, those things that I'd mentioned to me, I was like, it was interesting how they were thinking about this at 15, 16 years old, like the friend thing the um the not throwing trash on the ground and and not dry you know trying to be like a bad boy now typically you hear those things right rojo where it's like some girls like the bad boy it's true mm -hmm. some girls you know got daddy issues some girls you know they're, they're they're attracted like oh that guy's got a bunch of followers on social media or they're you know really good at football or basketball or whatever well that's one way to be attracted but what this kid was saying like how do i get a girl to like me as a person so even what's if it's a if it's an athletic kid that's really popular, doesn't mean that he's going to have the skill set to be able to know what to to say or what not to say that could offend, that could hurt, that's kind of over those boundaries. And you know, I wanted I wanted to get your feedback on this one a little bit, Rojo, because you know you, we both have sons, right? So these girls asked me a question. They said you have a son, right? I go, yeah, they're like, well, how does he treat girls? And I said, well, first off, he's nine years old. But then I described my son and um, this was put it this way. My son is, what did the teenage girls say in my class? Okay. If you guys listen to this, haven't heard this before. See when Rojo, when, when, uh, when he and I were growing up, people would say, yeah, you got game trying to spit game, spit game in a girl. For you don't if any of you listen to OG Therapy podcast that don't know this <laughs> spit game meanings uh, you're trying to flirt with this girl you're trying to see if you can yep. get her to like you the kids <laughs> have a different saying for it now it's called he tried to riz me up what it's, yeah you got riz it's like oh yeah he thinks he's got riz he tried to riz me up like he tried to spit game at me. that's I that's, know what you're thinking because I was terrible. I was like that's stupid because I don't think they know yeah. there's some other terminology that's close yeah. to that that's not <laughs> good but that's what they call it so. 
And I was like, well, um, my older daughter who's in middle school, she said to my son, she's like, Tavita, so I got to admit, you, for a nine-year-old, you got pretty good riz. Because, <laughs> but what he, she's saying is he has game. Well, what I'm referring know, yeah. to is, what I'm referring to is he's really polite. He's really nice. He gives compliments. He liked this girl one time. He went up to her dad and said, hey, did you know I like your daughter? And he's like, no, I didn't. He's like, <laughs> he's like how do you feel about that? And he's like, excuse me? He's like, well, are you mad? Or are you okay with it? Because I'm really nice and I'll, I'll treat her nice. I'll, and my son goes, for some reason, I promise I'll open the door for her at school. <laughs> if anyone's mean to her, I'll stand up for her. And the dad was like, well, as long as you do those things and you can like my daughter. He's like, okay, thank you. But he's just so open like that. But my fear, and I'm, I'm sure as a dad with two boys, you're thinking the same thing. This is a different world we're growing up in. Like we're raising our kids a different world. There's a lot of ways boys can get in trouble, can, uh, can get canceled. And I'm not saying that a lot of boys that get in trouble don't deserve it. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that I think today in our culture, kids could get crucified for, right? Like I'm, I'm concerned that certain boys in certain times of their life may make mistakes that ruins their reputation. And so I was really hoping when these girls shared this stuff, and made me think, but I was really hoping that the boys would listen to it because there's not a bad boy in any of my classes. Like legitimately, they're all respectful to me. They're all good kids, but there are teenage boys. And sometimes they think more at their hormones and sometimes they can say things and they can do things. And one of the complaints that I've, I've gotten from high schools recently from principals, they say they have a lot of challenges with um, de not debates, but challenges with reports of sexual assault and sexual abuse in between kids that were dating, not dating. And they said there's so many gray areas in there that a lot of time there's misinterpretation. And mm -hmm. a lot of times boys are not understanding boundaries. They're not understanding that, that a girl is not consenting. They, they don't understand how those things work. And I think a lot of that starts with just knowing how to treat a girl up front. So it really made me happy to see that the girls were really focused on they wanted a guy that they could vibe with, like a good dude, not just like the bad guy. But I was wondering from you, Rojo, just thinking about this topic, like having your two boys coming up, um, what type of young man would you want them to be in regards to how they treat a woman, how, how they approach a woman? Because, hey, I'm not against someone like having some good one-liners every now and then and trying to shoot mm -hmm. a shot because I don't want my son to be like super shy. I'd rather my son saying, hey, I like your daughter and be implied about it and respectful and said, I'll treat her nice than him being scared of his own shadow and can never talk to a girl. Right. So mm -hmm. just what are some of your thoughts? Like what's the, what's the type of ideal uh, that you'd want for your sons uh, in their approaching girls, especially when they get old enough to date? I mean, um, that's a really good question because, you know, I have an 11 year old, so, you know, like our kids is pretty much close to the same yeah, age. Yeah. And my youngest is a four year old. So he ain't worried about that, but yeah. Um, I mean, the the idea that I say that I would want for my boys anyway is to uh, to be able to uh, definitely be respectful. That will be natural. But understand how to use a compliment that can cheer up a, a woman without feeling like you're overstepping boundaries. You know, like um, yeah. sometimes in the world that we're in today, you know, the world that we're in today, it's a lot of social media a dragging or making making women feel a body shame you know things like that so what i would like for my boys is to be able to understand that giving a compliment to a woman is okay but making sure that 
you're not doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So the it's, it goes back to respect. Um, yeah. I mean, I noticed Aiden doing something that I, I think he catches on that I do naturally that I'm catching him doing it, where it's just like holding the door, just opening up the door, just kind of holding it, you know, and it's like old fashioned manners. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just holding it, you know, and then like, like be polite, like, like open, like opening up the door as a man to let the woman walk in first. I have noticed that he has done that a couple of times and I'm does like, does it make you proud? It, it, it does. But then it made me figure, it made me wonder, like, I never taught him that, but then as his dad, he's watching me without me really even saying it. And then and I do it. I do it. I'm not thinking like, it's like, I see a woman yeah. that's behind me and I'm getting ready to go in. It's like, okay, well you just go in, you know, I ain't tripping. Go ahead. And then I do it so much that I think he just naturally catches it. And there's just a respect factor of like, yeah being respectful being okay saying that um you know um a woman is beautiful or something but also understanding that line and it's like i'm learning it as an adult like how to manage the line because of the era that we live in understanding how some compliments you can't say to women and some compliments you can and you can say the exact same compliment with the exact same tone with the exact same words to one woman and she might react positive about like positively about it and you say the same thing to another woman and she will react negative about it. But it's one of those just being able to, I want my boys to be able to be themselves and understand that respect goes a long way when it comes to women. Yeah. And there's so many ways to respect women, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's ways to disrespect women as well. And it's like, I've been in those positions where I have said things that I didn't think that that was disrespectful, but it was. And I've done things that, oh, yeah that you never think that's disrespectful or at the moment you don't, but it is. And it's just, you think, you think like out of your own pride, well, you know, you know, that's, uh, that's okay for me to say, but looking back at it now, cause I, I have plenty of those too. It's like, I definitely wouldn't say that again, man. That wasn't the move. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. It's unnecessary. It's yeah. It's, it's unnecessary. And as literally I'm about to say, it comes out and it's like, you wish you could take some of those words back and um, you never, I think us yeah. being a man, we never really learn it as quick, but we eventually get it later on. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping that my boys get that early and can like make it into something positive. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the environment says a lot too. Like you mentioned earlier, um, you know, it's easier to respect someone and to be polite to them when you feel like you can just be you're in an environment where you can just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then the right. polite word, that's like the biggest thing is being polite. I believe that my boys, I want them to be polite and understand the situations that will arouse, you know, like it, it will happen. <laughs> yeah. So any fathers or parents out there, I mean, I know we all want the same thing. <clears throat> I think we all can agree that the world has hit their quota of, you know, D bags and F boys. If you oh, know what those yeah. initials mean. Like we got enough guys yeah. that love themselves. We got enough guys that, think that every girl wants them and that, that to be overbearing and, and to be aggressive in, in that sort of way. You know, I, I, for me, I, I agree 100% just like you, Roger. Like I only have one son, but for him, and I know you didn't say this part, but I'm, I know you would agree. It's like I want my son to be loving, caring, kind, compassionate, forgiving. But at the same hand, I don't want him to be a punk either. Yeah, because I, these songs, I, like, yeah, like the songs, I, the songs that people, the songs that someone like, it's nothing wrong. I mean, it's songs yeah. that people put out, but 
if you think back about those the songs that's coming out now with some of the women rappers and women singers sometimes yeah think about that back in the day when we was growing up those songs was different those yeah songs was, yeah was the, it was a different me i don't want to be my yeah. son that's like just be like a punk to people just like yeah. you know uh. thinking like he's like he can say what he wants and does what he wants so it's like mm -hmm. i want to be sweet kind confident and and that was the part i, I forgot about sweet kind confident polite and all those things but i want him to be you know i want him to be a man and to man me it, to me the my version of man when i say my version of man i mean like what <laughs> i've tried to aspire to be what i what i admire in other men that they know when to be strong and they're also capable of being strong but they also know when they need their they also know when they're not under attack that they don't have to act offensive they don't mm -hmm. they don't have to they don't have to meet every challenge with like, what do you want? And I don't just mean physically. It could be with work. It could be relationships. I know a lot of guys are still struggling with that ego that they, they can't just see something and be like, okay, well, hmm. So what I'll think about that, you know, you know, and, and, you know, I'll get back to you later. Sometimes oh, guys are yeah. too quick to just say what they think. Say, yeah. And they just, their, their mouth gets ahead of them. Myself when I was younger, mm -hmm. my mouth yep. get ahead of me, and my mouth was ch casting checks that I didn't was was bouncing checks, right? I didn't <laughs> need to say those things. I was doing too much. I was careless with my words, with my actions, and I was too reactive. I want my son to be a better man than me, just like you want your sons to be better than you, not just like us, better than us. And the way to be better than us is like not just be strong and sensitive, but know when to be strong and when to be sensitive and polite. Yeah. And one of the main things you just said, and like, I am learning this right now to this day as myself, you know, I'm learning this as in being able to take in what's being said from a woman and processing it before responding. I'm like, finally starting to understand that now. Only then, in your thirties, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm in my thirties. I'm finally like, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to really slow myself down to take it in. Because it was so reactive. I was so reactive. And like you said, a lot of times I was reacting to something that I didn't even really need to react to in those words. And then you start thinking about it after. And you start then, pacing back and forth in the living room. No, nah, it was then, messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we were a man. So it was like, yeah, you yeah. know, thinking about it later. And it's like, yeah, thinking about it. Are you really going to apologize about it? No, it's like, you know, it's a way to kind of apologize in a, in a different form where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, maybe. But now I'm starting to learn that as a grown man. And I'm like looking at my son, my sons, both of them. And I'm trying to get them both to understand that you have they're to watching. Yeah, you have to process what's being said. And sometimes the reacting to something quick can can be bad. It can be damaging. Like like we just talked about. Yeah. Like as a kid, as a 15 year old, 15, 16 year old, you know, you reacting to something can cause um a domino effect for your reputation yeah. in high school when you probably didn't even mean it in that way or it just happened. And now all of a sudden you're kind of regretting what's being said and now you're trying to build back up that reputation. And right now, high schools everywhere, all all young teens um, all the young men that's out there, the reputation is big, man. It plays Huge. a big factor. I we mean, talk about that all the time, huh, Rojo? Because yeah. when we go speak to these schools and stuff, we're like trying to tell these kids, man, like your reputation, be it's, careful. Yeah. That be careful. is more fragile than a wine glass. You don't want to yeah. drop that. If you're yeah. careless with your reputation, and I'm this is so like pertinent because we're talking about guys getting girls to like them. Well, that mm -hmm. getting part is where you can get yourself in trouble.
Heck yeah. You can Heck try yeah. a little too hard. You can you outkick the coverage, as they say in a football terminology. Yep, outkick the coverage. <laughs> you definitely can. Or you could be that one person that's like that just need to just be yourself and you out here yeah. trying to get a girl to like you when all you gotta do is say the right words by being yourself. Rojo, I'm hey. so I wish you could have been there in the class listening to these girls. I was proud of them. I want, in fact, you know what? I might email all their parents, be totally honest with you, and tell them about this conversation we had because it impressed me so much that these girls were looking for something that made them feel safe and secure, not just something that they were like thought was cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that told yeah. me a lot of these girls had had, had experiences like this isn't what I want. Well, as we know as adult men and me as a married man, I would prefer if my wife told me instead of I just had to guess. Mm. Right. So these girls in this class, Rojo, man, I wish you would have been there to listen to these girls just sit there and talk. And they were just putting, I mean, they were holding, they were holding court. These girls were like, and on the boys were like, whoa. But it sounds sound like no social media, which is oh, good. Like, nobody, yeah. dude, nobody even yeah. looked at their phone. Because yeah. think about it. These kids, why would they be looking at their phone when their brain saying, no, 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 no. Your phone don't have this juice. What this uh, conversation uh. with your own peers is way better. Now I save the very last, the best one for last, and we'll wrap it up because we went even let, went even longer than I expected. Me and Rojo <laughs> still haven't eaten dinner yet, so we gotta eat some dinner. <laughs> so here's the last one that the girls said. They said, "Boys, please do us and do yourself a favor. Get some just regular girls who are friends." Have mm. friends that are girls. Talk to them, be around them, bounce things off them. And I told a little story. <clears throat> I told a story about my um, freshman year at the University of Utah. I went over the. I was at the girls' dorm one time. Uh, They're having some sort of get together, mingle thing, or whatever, right? And I was over there and um, just randomly met this girl. And then we found out that we had a class the next quarter. And, you know, me being a dumb jock, uh, I was like, hey, you look like you're really smart in that stuff. Could you help me seven test? She'll come on over to my dorm, right? So I go over to her dorm. We start studying. Um, she's probably, I think she like runs a hospital now. So obviously she was a lot smarter than me. <laughs> and so, um, so long story short, we just hit it off, but we were not dating. There's like, there wasn't any of that, right? So mm -hmm. she was the social girl. So every Thursday they were like, uh, what were they? They're watching some TV show. All the girls come over, and she goes, "You, you should come over." And I was like, "Well, you're inviting me to hang out with seven girls in college as a freshman." I'm like, "I'm the only guy going to be there." I like those odds, right? <laughs> so I go over there and hang out. And I told the story how after um, I hung out, well, as I was hanging out, hanging out with them, I started to do this thing called pressured speech, where I started to talk a lot. I started to try to be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting way too arrogant. At first I was like, cool, nice and funny. And then I started getting like, yeah, check me out. Cause I was the only guy in the room. Right. I felt like I was the only item on the menu. Right. <laughs> so I leave, I come back the next day to see her and say, Oh, there's so much fun hanging out. And I was like, Hey, Heather, it's so much fun hanging out. Like, didn't you have fun? She was like, yeah, about that. I need to talk to you. And I was like, excuse me. She broke me down. She said, after you left, me and all my friends made fun of you. Hmm. I was like, what <laughs> exactly? They said at first he was really chill and cool, but then he went way too hard. Like, man, that guy loves himself too much, this and that and the other. And at first I tried to defend it, but then I just had to accept it because she wasn't hating on me. She was like, and she's like, dude, just, just be cool, chill. And I'm sitting here going, this girl is telling me 
something I didn't want to hear, but I needed to hear. I came back next Thursday and guess what I did? I asked the girls questions about what's their major? What are they going to school for? Where are they from? Oh, by the way, Rojo, the first time I was there, I didn't ask anyone anything. I just told them all about me. <laughs> right? So I got to ask you, have you ever been caught in one of those situations where you realize like my mouth is still talking and I should probably just like chill out? Like I don't need to like to say too much and just kind of like find that like middle ground. Because for me, I've made that mistake a few times. Well, more than a few times where I'm just feeling myself and it's getting going away. And I'm like, oh, I think I came off a little too much. Yeah, I mean, like it's a natural reaction for guys that, um, like all all guys, like we all have it. Um, we love to talk about ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, come on, like we get around somebody older, you get around an older woman, and um, and I'm I'm not saying like older as in like like older, but as in say a few years you, older than you. You're, you're a freshman. You're a freshman in high school, yeah. and then you it's a senior girl that's like, hey, you should come hang out. Like you're pretty cool. And you go to hang out and it's like, you have to figure out a way to try to get on her status. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes that's what we think of as men sometimes like, or I thought of when I was younger and I'm hanging out with somebody that's probably a, 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 um, a, a great. Try to impress open. them. Try to impress yeah, you, them. It's the status. It's like, yeah. okay, like I'm a sophomore that I can probably be with a senior or I'm a freshman. I could probably be with a senior or I could be seen that a senior girl sees me. It's called a, clout. In, that's yeah, right? trying to like, get that cloud, like, like oh, I'm yeah. hanging out with the senior girl yeah. or someone talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So then you yeah. can get to that point where you over talking and you or you over you overshine and you outkicking your coverage. So so <laughs> when you say when you're saying this person you, is that person perhaps initials RJ? Oh no, no, I, I've done that before. I I'll kick my coverage. I, I know I, like, I was just laughing how you're saying you, but I was like, you're talking about you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't definitely yeah. I didn't I definitely had had at my situations, you know, of like but that's how you learn having, though, right? Having yeah, having a woman that I know that was just like, or I felt, because it's not no, because I yeah. felt she was a better, higher status than yeah. me. And it was like, I gotta show her that I could be on price. a high status too. Yeah, yeah, I can show that I can do that. I, I could be, I could be like right next to you, even though I'm really not. Like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, all I have to do is just be myself because that's what brought her around. But then I was too exactly. busy trying to do something that I'm not. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the message to all the young men listen to this and the parents, you can play this for your young men. I think that's, that's a perfect ending right there, Rojo, because, you know, we got to learn from mistakes, but they don't mm -hmm. have to all be our mistakes. Listen to the OGs. L listen to, to people that, you know, can give you some good advice by girls and also listen to girls. That's why I love that the girls, the very, the last question I brought up was the one that impressed me the most or not question, but comment was that the girl's like, yeah, just have girls as friends. Don't see girls as like a piece of meat or something that you're trying to get. If you're friends with girls, you're going to understand girls better. And if, if you have a girl that you're friends with, you end up liking her, do not put yourself in the friend zone by pretending that everything's all good. Shoot your shot. All the girls said there, they'd rather their guy friends that like them just make it be known because mm -hmm. it's just kind of awkward when it's like, Everybody knows, but it's not spoken. You know what I mean? And Friends so like, exactly. Yeah. The, and well, yeah, I mean, I said this to the kids and they all agreed. I said, every time I talk to young men and they tell me they got put in the friend zone, I said, impossible. You put yourself in the you friend zone because uh -huh. you're not being honest with yourself. 
You either asked her to go out and she said, no, I'm not, I don't see you like that. And then you, okay, well, let's just be friends. And then you secretly still are around her and loving her that you're not being honest with yourself. Or if you never say anything because you're too scared, again, not being honest with yourself. And, you know, all you guys out there, all you young men out there, you still got time. But, you know, listen mm-hmm. from other people, not just, you know, trying to figure it out on your own. That's why at the end of the, the podcast, we always say, you know, if you're down on your knees, you're frustrated, you're saying, Lord, please don't worry because you can come listen to your OGs. Rojo, I had a lot of fun, man. It's always good chopping it up uh, with you. Always, man. We, okay. we, we be just going at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we got a, we got a, got a couple speaking events coming up soon, so we'll talk to you about those off air. But until next time, Rojo and all of our listeners, why don't you give them the goodbye, man? Give, give them a peace out, Rojo. I'm always talking and saying the goodbye. You say something cool. Hey, the only thing I can say is that you need to listen, process, mm-hmm. take in, and then proceed with the results. That's all I can say. Yeah, just wait for those results because they're going to come. Because the stuff we're telling you, we didn't read in a book. We had to, we had to get we had hands to dirty, it. made the mistakes. We had to put our foot in our mouth, uh, get like that girl going, yeah, I'll call you. You don't call me. You know, we had to get put in check some of those moments. So listen to us, you guys. Thank you so much. Good night. say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill